Hey there, I'm Will. And I'm Karen. And this is Still Married. See, you laughed. You laughed again. You laugh every time. I can't Better. It's like it's like you're surprised we're still married or something. No, I don't know. just the, when you, the look on your face when you say it. You look like you're surprised we're still married. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting for you to laugh. I know you're going to laugh any minute. So today, I think we should talk about our travel preferences because I think uh, some people might be surprised and lots of other people might, might feel the same way, but we'll see. But I say you can find out if you will have a successful marriage with someone if you can travel together, right? Right. Yeah, well, not just a marriage, but a friendship or anything. Partnership, yeah. Yeah, like how many times have you gone on a trip with someone and after a day you're like, <laughs> what was I thinking? I'm out. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> happened to us several times, I guess, with other people. But but with each other, we found that we actually are pretty good with the sole exception of our individual preferences of how we travel and where we travel to. Well, and I have to say... I think we've been good because I have acquiesced <laughs> to your <laughs> style of travel every time. Well, that's because it's the most comfortable way of travel. But it's not as exciting. Okay, well, let's let's set set the table first so people out there can understand what we're talking about, right? So okay. you have traveled extensively mm-hmm. before we met. Yes. Um, to places that women typically on their own don't travel to that often. Now, you've traveled not just by yourself, but also with other other women. Right. And men. And men, right? But mm-hmm. but the thing that calls most my attention is the fact that you've gone to some places by yourself mm-hmm. that were just plain nuts. <laughs> well, the way I see it is there are things that I wanted to see. And just because I didn't have someone to go with me wasn't going to prevent me from seeing and experiencing these things. No, and I salute that. But you were a single woman by yourself in the wilds of China. <laughs> not knowing the language, not knowing where to go or how to go. I mean, you you told the story many times of the place, the time when you actually sat down and started crying because for the first time in your life you didn't know what to do. No, I didn't sit down and start crying. I almost wanted to cry. It was the closest I'd ever gotten to crying. Well, that's pretty close enough to me. <laughs> it was frustration. Right. So you were in a, in a foreign place, didn't speak the language. No one was really that hip to help you out because you were a single woman single American woman traveling in their country by yourself. Right. And just kind of in a nutshell, that story was um, I had been actually with a girlfriend of mine. We went to China for about a month. And then we both wanted to see different things at the end. She had been to Hong Kong. I had never been before. So I wanted to, to see Hong Kong. And she was off to, I don't, I don't remember where she was off to, Shanghai. And so we split up. And that was just a, a crazy story. I had to take this night bus. And if you've not been to China... I don't know how different it is now. This was probably about 20 years ago, so I'm sure things have changed somewhat. Really, my only concern with traveling there was the bathroom situation because I'm not like most girls. I don't go, let's all go together to the bathroom. I just, I need my privacy. I got to be alone. It's like (laughs) me time. (laughs) So so no duet tooting in the bathroom. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that was not the case. Well, you don't know what you're missing, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay with always missing that. So, but it's different. You guys go to a urinal and you're all just kind of there hanging out. Yeah, you should hear the acapella versions of songs that we do while we're sitting there. <laughs> the acoustics are wonderful. I can imagine. But, you got the waterfall in the background. <laughs> it's quite peaceful. Yes. yes. Oh, God. So, uh, sorry, finish your story. Okay. So, anyways, I had to take this night bus. And I had to get on in this bus station. It was The bus took off at 11 o'clock. So, the bus station was empty and dark and... It was an outdoor thing with just some benches, and I, there were no buses there. 
And so around 11, 11.05ish, I started walking around just looking and behind the building, I see this bus and people getting into the bus. <laughs> so I go running with my backpack because as you know, I'm a backpack traveler. And we'll talk about that in a second. That's the whole point of this, <laughs> this podcast is about that. And um, I find out somehow that, that, well, that's the only bus. So I just get on it. And, and here I'm in a small village in China. Hey, look, there's a bus. Why don't I just jump on it? <laughs> well, it was Who knows where it's going? Let's just check it out. By myself as a woman in China, not knowing the language. Well, I was by myself as a woman in China where I was, so <laughs> what difference is it going to make, right? So I get on the bus, and it's it's a sleeper bus, and the seats recline. They have these little Chinese television show on on your on the seat in front of you, so you can watch it, and it just takes off. So we're going about I don't know two or three hours, and it stops. And large, large, big parts of China are like kind of deserty-ish areas, not a lot of trees. You can just kind of see for miles out in the country in some areas. And um, there's this one little building. And so the bus driver just pulls over. And I'm totally awake because I'm freaking out. I'm the only non-Chinese person on this bus. And I'm looking around like, what's happening? And he, he goes off onto this building. And I hear, which I'm pretty sure was karaoke. And like, <laughs> it's like now, four, was, was four there, in the morning. Was there a nice sound of water, waterfalls in the background? No, no. <laughs> It wasn't peaceful. <laughs> Everyone sleeping. I'm sitting bolt upright, looking around, my eyes as big as saucers, like, what is happening here? So after he finishes singing, he gets back on the bus, and the bus takes off. So the bus driver stopped just to go sing karaoke. I, 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 I couldn't really ask him because I didn't speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming that's what he, you know, someone was singing. Well, everyone's got to have their hobbies. Yeah, and maybe it's what helped him keep awake for the rest of the bus ride. Because it was an overnight bus, so you travel at night while everyone's sleeping. Oh. So then we make the next stop a couple hours later, and it's the bathroom stop. And he wakes everybody up, and he's like, I guess in Chinese, telling them all to go to the bathroom. And everyone's getting off the bus, so I'm like, okay, I guess I better get off the bus. And when I realize what it is, I'm thinking, okay, this is my only opportunity to go to the bathroom without my backpack. Now, if you haven't been to some of these bathrooms in China that are out in the middle of nowhere, it's basically a room with the big trough. And you have to hover over the trough. And there might be little borders between you and the next person hovering, but they only come up to like your waist, so you could like you know totally look at each other and have a conversation. Oh, I could totally see you yeah. loving that situation. Oh yeah, yeah. This was my nightmare, and so I had tried to avoid going to the bathroom. I didn't eat a lot in China. <laughs> well, I heard the Chinese food goes right through you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but this was the only time I could be able to go to one of these bathrooms, which I have to tell you are not terribly clean, and not have my backpack with me because I could leave it on the bus. Now this, this is in, in the back woods part of China, right? Yeah, but Not except like, for the Noah Woods. It was like deserty-ish, but yes. But I'm saying it wasn't like the, the quote-unquote civilized, it wasn't a city, it was like the countryside like of Podunk. China, so yeah. it wasn't, uh, yeah. right, it's not, they're not accustomed to catering to foreigners. Right, but by the same token, most of the big cities, their bathrooms are, you know, you hover over a hole. I might have a nice tile around it and stuff, <laughs> you know, you, got the you might have your own separate little stall that has actually doors. Some places, like the airport, actually has toilets, which I was very happy about. Um, but most of the places are like a hole. Wow. So, yeah. So, but this was a trough. And a lot of the smaller ones I had seen were troughs. And literally, he opened the bus door and you could smell it. Oh, And lovely. it was like you had to walk, you know, maybe 100 yards, maybe not 100 yards, but you had to walk a distance to get to the bathroom. So they split up men and women. So, and it, there, were no li- there was no light. Well, at so, least there's that. Yeah, so at least there was no light, and it was split up. So I opened the door, and everyone's just going in there, and they're, you know, they're happy as clams going to the bathroom. And I'm, were they singing a cappella? They, they were not. The women don't do that. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> what a wasted opportunity. 
But here is another issue I have with the Chinese bathrooms. I don't have really flexible ankles. So I'm not one of those peop people that can just you don't squat. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I need to. You don't have flexible ankles. It's not yes. typically something you hear. It's like an ankle hands. Hand, you know, some people can squat flat-footed, you know, and like your butt almost touches the ground and you just hang out there. Oh, yeah. I, I, every morning. Well, yeah. no, but you know, like <laughs> most people can. I can't. I can. I have to be on my toes if I squat. So like here, when we go out to a bar or something and the girls hover over bathrooms anyways, if I'm in heels, it's no problem because my feet are in that position. But, you know, you're backpacking through China. You're not taking heels, which now I'll know next time to bring them just for bathroom trips. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put on our high heels and go to the bathroom. Exactly. So, yeah, so you, you get in there. You get in your little stall. I'm hovering. I'm, like, not making eye contact with anyone. And then this dude just walks onto the bathroom with a mop and a bucket and starts, like, sloshing around. It was awful. Anyway, so we get back on the bus. I, I get over my bathroom situation. We get back on the bus. And we make it to the end of the bus line. And it's some little town on the edge, like close to Hong Kong. So I had gotten someone to write down the words for me to say that I wanted to go to the train station to get to Hong Kong. Now, one thing to remember, there are over 300 different dialects in China. So what one person writes down might not be necessarily what someone else can understand. Wow. Which makes traveling even harder. And those little dictionaries, forget about it. And all the more reason to go by yourself as a single woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I get but, it. See, I'm feeling a little sexism here. Single woman, single man. No, 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 no. It's not sexism. It's about safety. Hmm. I mean, I mean, you hear all kinds of horror stories, you know, about women on their own being treated very, very differently than men get treated when they travel on their own. Well, you just have to be smart about it, you know. It can be a little disconcerting, but yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. And I've had, had weird situations, but luckily... Not in China. <laughs> <laughs> America, a different story, but China, Absolutely, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I get the thing, I get to a cab driver, I hail him down, I give him the little paper, luckily he understood it, and so he takes me to the city and drops me off and he points this direction, which is where I have to go to get the train to go to Hong Kong. I walk up this hill, and I've got my backpack on that I've been traveling through China, so I've collected a bunch of stuff, and it's really heavy now. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it goes from like the top of my head down to about my butt. You know, and it's a month worth of clothes and all kinds of stuff. Right. So it's, it's those backpacks that you see people yeah. uh, on the buses and trains, stations, and sleeping yes. on them yes. as, as single women dra traveling all over yes, the world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That, that one. That right. one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I schlepped myself up the hill. And this is after not having slept, you know, because of the whole karaoke and bathroom trauma. Right. And there's nothing. So I get up the hill. And at the hill, you can overlook the city, but there's nothing, <laughs> no train station. So I go back down the hill, and I start trying to ask people, and people would not, they just weren't very friendly to Americans. And I really, I didn't speak any Chinese. I can say, like, hello, thank you, you know, a few words. But, um... And you can order from the menu, like, no one's business. Yeah, you point. You just point <laughs> and cross your fingers. <laughs> and hope you don't see something looking back at you on your Ay, plate. <laughs> yai, yai, yai. So we get, so anyway, so I go back down the hill. No one's helping me. I find a mall. I walk in the mall. No one can speak any English or anything. So that someone sort of understands me, points me back up the hill. I go back up the hill thinking maybe I haven't seen anything. This whole process took me about four hours up and down the hill. And that's when I was so frustrated because I was exhausted. I had no idea where I was going. I had no one to help me. And I had to get to Hong Kong. And then I see this little sign that's like a foot off the ground. It's like a little 12 by 4 white arrow that has Hong Kong on it and just Hong Kong and this arrow pointing. I'm like, all right, Hong Kong's that way. <laughs> so I go to this, follow the side, and it takes me to a parking garage. And I walk in the parking garage and it's just cars. 
And I'm just, I'm just beside myself. I have no idea what to do. So I'm about to walk out the parking garage, and I see this guy coming out of a door. It was probably the sign saying, get in your car and go to Hong Kong. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, I think, well, maybe there's somebody in where he came out of that speaks English. So I open it, and there's all these ticket counters, and that's where you get your ticket, your train ticket to Hong Kong. In the parking garage. Well, yes. Well, in the parking garage through this one door where they had no sign on it. And, yeah, I, I don't know how I was supposed to find that. But I'm in line to get on the train, and I heard the toop, mind the gap in English. And it was like, uh-huh. <laughs> like Nirvana. <laughs> mind the gap. So. All right, well, good. Well, so, so, okay, so that was a long way to go about telling you that Karen loves to travel a la the bohemian style. Uh, the most, the more uncomfortable, the better. The the no, big backpacks, the, the sleeping in the hostels, the uh, kumbaya sitting around a campfire because you're sleeping out in the stars, kind of thing. And that's a wonderful way to travel if that's what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. The challenge here is that when she and I got together and we planned to travel, there was a huge disconnect because I like to travel in comfort. I stay at the resorts. I like the big hotels. I really dislike having to go to communal bathrooms of any sort. That we have in common. Yes. <laughs> you would not fare well in No, China. I would not at all. Uh, but but I, I do, I mean, I, I, I believe the first time that you really had a true romantic getaway at a resort where it was all expenses paid and that kind of thing was, was when I took you, right? Right. So, so well, that shows you the the value behind not having a backpack. Well, yes and no, because now you have to keep in mind. Yes, I travel with a backpack, but for me, when I go somewhere, I want to explore and I want to see everything I can see. So it might be you know maybe I stay a week at one place, maybe I stay two days. I don't have to schlep a suitcase around. You know, it's hard to to pick up a suitcase and get it into a train to put it. All of that stuff. You have it on your back. You just run up. You jump on the train and you go. So when we went to Mexico mm-hmm. and we stayed at that resort, that lovely, wonderful, amazingly relaxing resort, mm-hmm. we still went out and did things. We went out and saw Chichen Itza and uh, went to the, took the ferry across to um, Cozumel. We went, to, went across to Cozumel. Okay, yeah. Right? We, we visited there. We did all kinds of things. And we didn't schlep a a suitcase, we were, we were able to come back to the resort and luxuriate in the nice fluffy pillow top bed and enjoy our time. Next day we woke up, swam up to our swim up bar and had a lovely morning mimosa while this uh, Basha song music was playing all around us. It was lovely. It was lovely. I don't say that it wasn't. I had a really great time. And we didn't have to schlep backpacks. We didn't have to... Uh, sleep in hostels. We didn't have to worry about our safety. So I want you to know that the last time I went backpacking, I slept in nice hotels. I just didn't lug a suitcase around. For me, it's harder. I don't have that upper body, like arm strength or whatever, to, to lug a month's worth of a suitcase. Okay, but we're not. You don't. My point is, we went to the resort with our suitcases. We stowed our suitcases, and then. But we only stayed at, in that same town. We did day trips. But it's not like we said, oh, hey, let's, you know, we've heard about this town. It's six hours away. Let's just go stay there a couple nights and see what that's like and get that experience. Now, who, who'd want to? You're in a resort. You enjoy the resort. There's no reason to go <laughs> anywhere resort, else. I, I, resorts yeah. are very nice. But I've had some incredible experiences well, that I wouldn't have had if I was staying at a resort. No, as have I, though. 
as have I, even staying in resorts or big hotels. Well, right? Yeah, that's, they're different. You are, I love you. You're high maintenance, you have to admit. I don't know how to take that. Well, you wouldn't enjoy saying, hey, let's you know go and throw stuff in a backpack and maybe we'll be gone a week or maybe we'll be gone two weeks, but we don't really necessarily know where we're going or what we're going to see. And hey, this is you know a cool place that's available right now. Let's check it out. Let's stay here. All right. Well, <laughs> we want to hear from you. Yes. Do you travel the backpack route or do you travel in comfort, in resort-style living? Because... Usually, it, you'd see it the other way around, right? Where it would be the man who would be the backpacker and the rougher and the sleep outdoors. By the way, I hate camping. I've never camped when I've traveled, um, like in a tent or slept outdoors, except for the one time when I was in Morocco. And, and we the, were in the dunes, but that's a different story. Which is that, right. So, another place you traveled by yourself. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Morocco, an Arab country, a woman, American woman by herself, traveling on her own, not knowing a language. Okay, you see the point here right <laughs> how did we get together <laughs> i don't know we did not meet while traveling people <laughs> just put it that way no but we've worked out our differences we do travel really well together because yeah. we have different experiences mm-hmm. so and you have promised you will go backpacking with me at some point i absolutely as soon as our daughter is is, is grown and we can backpack when we're 87 years old then we will backpack out to the front yard and back and we'll be good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast might have a different name by then. <laughs> all right so we want to hear from you we want to hear do you backpack or do you uh like resort travel more uh and and is it the man or the woman who likes the the resort versus the backpack really curious to see what how we compare to other people so if you're listening to this podcast please don't forget to subscribe rate and review us we'd really appreciate it so we can get our conversations out to a lot more people uh, because we're finding that the more we talk the more we're finding that we are letting people know that it's okay to have differences and still know that they are happily blissfully married <laughs> there you go <laughs> laugh it again oh but i said it this time <laughs> but you still laugh it doesn't matter that that, that phrase is said and you laugh <sighs> so okay thank you so much for listening this time around uh please share this with your friends if you uh, find any value in it uh we have fun i hope you enjoy the the conversations and the stories uh and if there's anything that you'd like to hear us talk about maybe come on the show with us talk to us about it maybe we can compare notes that would be a lot of fun it would be fun yeah we'd love to have you seriously love to have you so our email address is in the show notes so please feel free to reach out that way and uh we look forward to having you join us again on our next adventure filled conversation <laughs> you never know where we're gonna go trust never, me <laughs> never heels in the bathroom who thought right? yeah and there's a lot more where that comes from so stick around and uh, we'll talk to you on the next uh still married you didn't laugh this time i didn't oh, i held it in that's a bummer okay all right i'll see you later <laughs> bye, bye.